Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from The Master's Little Toy, written by R. Greco. This is the third in a series of six age play novelettes. Kay has gone from little girl to pet to toy, all for the man she has learned to call Daddy. In this episode, she continues her long-distance DS relationship with John, extending her orgasm denial period and upping the ante by becoming his toy, his thing, and even recruiting another toy for their erotic games. Listeners wanting to follow the story in sequence can do so with Book 4, The Master's Little Mess, an age play novelette. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from The Master's Little Toy. Chapter 1 Fred was feeding his chocolate cock ever so slowly in and out of Joel's perfect lips. I could hear Terry's vibrator as she massaged it across her clit. And Jack had just come for the second time that day. Was I Buffy, living over a hellmouth, although mine was purely sexual, not puking vampires? If I left my house with so much sexual animus leaking out my pores... Would the mailman take one look at me, drop trow, and start jerking it before he even made my front door? All the chickens I knew had come to roost, and I blamed John for all of it. It was Saturday of my first week. Would it be my first and only? I had no idea. Of orgasm denial. I had spoken to John nearly every night, and he wickedly put me through my paces, coaxing me to diddle my clit or lift a breast to my mouth sing-songing his commands and asking me to repeat our well-worn litany with me talking in my little girl voice. But he hadn't yet let me come. That I hadn't just orgasmed involuntarily, or that I hadn't masturbated when out of his hearing, was as much a testament to how much I wanted to obey the man as it was how I couldn't do anything but. Funny thing about orgasm denial, or at least what I was learning about it, was that although the first few days had been hell, especially with John's nightly phone calls, by that just-past Thursday morning, I found I was enjoying that roll-up, suck-on-the-precipice-dangling, what I had read was called edging, as I would have had John let me release. This was a most exquisite torture, seemingly part and parcel to my further study as his little girl, and I was loving every blessed minute of it. So pent up, I had sent a dirty email that very morning to Jack, had answered Terry's text about meeting her and the girls for dinner with an inquiry about her vibrator, and bade Joel and Fred get on cam for me, knowing they had snuck an uncharacteristic sleepover the night before. I was a light, a fire, a tickle, and a tangle with a deep ache, and even though I couldn't masturbate over Terry's moaning and low hum, Fred just went right on fucking Joel's mouth without me even tickling. Rereading Jack's email had made me bounce in my seat and nothing more. I was loving how sexual the world seemed to me right then. I watched, listened, and reread, scissoring my thick thighs, in effect trying to make a bellows with the undulant fold of my robe to cool my steaming pussy. This was all a perfect test, and one I wasn't sure I could pass but one I have welcomed all the same. I am nothing if not a girl who loves to live on a precipice, and here I was edging. I loved that word, 
as the world spun highly stimulated around me. Fucking Joel really could suck, as I shot off an email to John about wanting to be his toy. I'm not sure I would have used that word, really, had I not been so overstimulated and in the midst of my various friends coming. But I was breaking off crystalline points from my hide as I sat there and suffered so much my stomach hurt and my nipples itched in a way they had never itched before. I needed to offer John something I had yet to, and God knew I had offered him a lot. But by using the word toy, offering myself up as not just his little girl, his slave, his sub, but as a thing, an object to be used without any regard, I was giving all of myself. I really did want to. The edging was making me think of my cunt, and I never even used that word really. My asshole, my tits, my mouth, all of my lit up skin as pieces, parts of the whole of me that were a thing, a toy, a plaything to be used and abused, left then picked up at a later date. I ached deeply to be John's toy. Had I related this to Terry, Joel and Fred, Jack, they probably would have understood to a lesser or greater degree, and maybe they would have all gotten off on the idea. To all of them, I always appeared to be the dominant, in-charge woman. Even with what Jack knew about my playing with John, I sensed my best friend felt it had come down in some way where I had manipulated the situation to get exactly what I had wanted. In a way, I guess this could be seen to be the case, and I often wondered how much I really angled and succumbed in exactly the right manner to get John to make me angle and succumb. But even though I was shooting over the email, I was offering to be John's toy, I knew John had brought me to this, to all of it. Hasbro or Tonka? was the email reply I received not three minutes later. It was just like John to go all retro on my ass. We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from The Master's Little Toy. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.